And right now we are just connecting to our guest in Papua New Guinea. He's a climate scientist who's pledged not to travel by plane. Leaving him with a long trip back to Germany where he's, from where he's been working has put him at odds with his employer. Dr. Gianluca Grimalda is a senior researcher at the Kiel Institute for the World Economy and has spent most of the year in Papua New Guinea studying the relationship between globalisation, climate change and social cohesion. He started his journey to Papua New Guinea in February, overland and by sea, and had intended to go back the same way, a 22,000 kilometre trip that he'd calculated would create four tonnes of greenhouse gases by plane, but just 400 kilograms by rail, bus and ship. What he was due back in the office last month, his research was delayed and at one point he and his assistants were held hostage under machete threat. He's also had his belongings taken and been held for ransom. But his employer says he's now due in the office Monday and if he's not there, his job won't be either. Dr Grimalda is with us from Papua New Guinea. Uh, look, thank you very much for, for making time for us. I know how busy things are for you at the moment, Jean-Luca. Welcome. Yeah, thank you. Thank you so much for inviting me. Um, yeah, I'm very glad to be part of the program. Can you explain when you adopted the policy of not flying and how you've explained that to employers and others? Uh, yeah, I, I explained it out of a moral commitment that uh, I have uh, on reducing the carbon footprint, the emission that uh, my travel uh, produces. And uh, I must say that my employer so far were, was very, very open in let me, letting me travel. Uh, this way, so I I never had the problems in the past. Even in these uh, uh, for this field work, uh, we did find out uh, an agreement that they were concerned that the traveling through countries that were considered considered as dangerous, such as Pakistan and uh, Iran, uh, would have been something that my institute didn't want to take responsibility on. So we agreed on me traveling on on a, an unpaid leave for part of my journey. Uh, and so it was all okay. The big, big problem was that my fieldwork was delayed by two months for, as you said, a variety of security threats. And at that point, uh, my institute, instead of uh, allowing me basically to uh, carry over this uh, delay by uh, re returning with basically a two months delay, they imposed to me that uh, I would... Uh, I, I should have uh, taken a plane to be uh, there at the workplace in Kiel as soon as possible. And they might, on, on, from one point of view, I do understand their position. But uh, to me, this request was completely unreasonable because there is nothing I must do in Kiel. So my presence is not required in Kiel because I don't teach. There is no meeting I cannot attend uh, uh, online. And so their request to me was uh, unacceptable because in the current age of uh, climate uh, emergency that uh, we are uh, more and more going into, uh, wasting 3.6 tons of uh, carbon dioxide does not make sense. So I said no to their request. What is the status of things as they stand now? What and how have they communicated to you about being back in the office Monday? Yes, I well, I, I wasn't in my office on Monday, so the first uh, uh, warning has gone. So according to German law, um, they must issue two warnings before um, making me redundant. And uh, so they clearly must have ascertained that I wasn't there on, on Monday. So I was ready to receive a second uh, warning. 
Um, Tuesday was holiday, so I was expecting that to come uh, yesterday or the day before yesterday. It didn't come. So it could be that uh, possibly given the big, big um, um, mediatic attention to my case uh, that my protest has uh, um, originated, uh, it could be that they have changed their mind. I have no idea. I received no communication from them. Uh, I urged them to pay my salary because they stopped to pay my salary without giving me any notice. So uh, I thought that was really, really mean, I must say. Um, and so I wrote to them, urging them to pay my, my salary by the end of this week. They have not answered. So at the moment, uh, yeah, I, I really don't know what they plan to do. When you look at what's happened, in- when, when you look at what's happened, Jean-Luca, you, you, you and your assistants were held hostage under threat of machete. I can only imagine what that was like. You've also had belongings, been held for ransom. Uh, it's not like you didn't have reasons for a delay in your schedule, is it? And, you know, when when you make this case to the employer, can you tell us a little bit more about what the locals you are working with are telling you? You made a pledge to people, right, that you would minimise your emissions. Hashtag stay grounded. Can you explain more about why this matters so much? Uh, yeah, I mean, I, uh, I don't know. You have to ask them. Um, uh, I must say there, there might have been a miscommunication failure because I, I thought that my, you know, reference point for all of what happened during the journey was my, uh, direct, uh, my direct supervisor, my head of department. So I did not know that I was supposed to inform also the personal office or, uh, directly the director. I, I mean, I, I've been working for, for this institute for 10 years and it had never been, um, uh, brought on to me that uh, I was supposed to, to inform anyone else rather than my head of department. So, yeah, I cannot, I, I cannot really say what they expect from me and what, what they expected from but me. Explain to sense. me, explain and, to me why yeah. this matters so much. And, and you might just want to take a moment to explain what you have been doing for the past six months, traveling in and around Bougainville. You made this pledge to the people. And this gets right to the heart of what your research is about, right? Which is the impact of climate change on these people. Can you explain more? Yes, exactly. Um, so, uh, the, 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 you know, in every community that you go to, uh, you have to uh, present your research and make, I would say, a strong case uh, for you to be accepted in the community. So it's not straightforward that the communities are, are accept you. Also because... Uh, uh, you, you, you might know uh, what went on with the Bougalvin conflict, actually. You, you probably know that New Zealand was uh, uh, really the peace broker in that case. But I would say there is quite a lot of, uh, quite a lot of uh, uh, um, concern about, uh, you know, white men, as I'm uh, referred to all the time, um, uh, living up to their talk. So there is a lot of uh, uh, diffidence on, on, on people coming from from from, from Europe and uh, in general from Australia and uh, New Zealand uh, that are referred to as uh, as white people, um, and so yeah, the, 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 I I in all communities I went to, 
I always said, look, I'm with you. I, I want to be with you because you are paying the consequences for something that you have done, not done. So, you know, all, for instance, all the communities that are located on the coast have to, had, had, uh, had to relocate inland because of sea level rise. All of them had already an experience of relocation. Many communities up in the mountain, uh, told me we don't, when the drought comes, when the drought season comes, we don't have anything to eat. Um, so of course they feel that, uh, the climate is, is changing and they, uh, sense that they have no role for that. And basically I explained to them, well, this is due to, you know, carbon emissions of uh, greenhouse gases and uh, the people from the northern hemisphere are the responsible for, for those. So I'm here to, in a purely symbolic way, to try to give you a signal that uh, I'm with you. I want to minimize these very emissions of uh, carbon dioxide that are responsible for the hardship that uh, you are experiencing now. So I'm committed to uh, return home, uh, no fly. And in this way, as you um, pointed out, according to my computations, I will uh, decrease my emissions uh, tenfold. You know, it's still quite a lot because 400 kg is about uh, how much one bougainvillian emits in one year. But uh, of course, it's 10 times less than traveling by plane. So every community appreciated this gesture. I could see their body language. I could see them nodding. And, uh, you know, I, I really wanted the them, I really wanted my promise to be kept. Uh, many times. John Luca, thank uh, you. Yes. We'll, we're going to keep in touch with you if that's okay. My producer will keep in touch with you over the coming uh, days to see where this gets to. But thank you very much for sharing your story with the audience this morning. That's uh, Dr. Jean Luca Grimalda, senior researcher at the Keel Institute for World Economy, uh, currently in a standoff, it seems, with his employer uh, because he refuses to fly a home. He has had a no fly stance for a time. He's just explained why. Uh, and they are now threatening him with his job. We will keep you posted on his story.